Hey guys. Oh, still counting. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Conversations with Ricky, where I talk about everything I want to talk about with all the amazing people that I talk about them with. Or I talk to them about, with all the amazing people I talk to. <laughs> all right, so um, you probably heard our last episode on friendship, and this episode I'm taking it to another level with someone that's super amazing. I'm going to let her um, sort of introduce herself. Uh, she goes by. Luchi Bay, Luchi, Luch Don, <laughs> Luch Lux, <laughs> um, and more recently, Big Money Luch. So, um, <laughs> so Luchi, say hi. Tell us about yourself. Hey, y'all. Hi, Ricky. I'm so happy to be here talking to you. Um, a little bit about myself. I'm a hairstylist. I love to create art okay. hair and tell stories with hair. Hmm. Um, I'm a dancer too, you know. I like to boogie down sometimes. Yeah, dance. Hmm. Um, enjoyment minister. Ah, uh, of course, the one only thank you very much. I take it very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> um, please, please, just you're a child of God. I'm a child of God. Ah, <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, I'm a child of God. Hmm. Um, I used to teach workout you know, dance workout classes. Mm. Um, I actually own my own hair business apart from being a hairstylist, a freelance hairstylist and a hair artist. Um, I also own a cultural dance company as well. Okay, okay. Big money, Luch. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, so pretty much like all about, or mostly about hair and dance. Yes, that- I went. I came for one of your dance classes during the pandemic on Zoom, and I never came back again because <laughs> we were dancing. But that I've never, <laughs> I've never danced that kind of dance that I can't even move the next day. <laughs> no, the thing about it is that we will not be. You know, us that were doing it, we're right? Like, you can't just can't do it. <laughs> But behind the scenes, us two are feeling <laughs> No, because like initially when it started, it seemed like easy, like you're moving your hand. But like by the time you move your hand like that for like four times, let's move it again that way. Nah, it was <laughs> it was intense. <laughs> but 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 Luchi, so every time we start the episode, I always like to go about how I met people and how I got connected to them. Some people I know very well, some people I don't. Um, but before we get into that, I feel like in my head, I call you like the mayor of Houston or Nigerian Houston because Luchi knows everybody. Oh my gosh. I feel, I feel like you do. And I have a story to back that up. So ah. I, I arrived Houston out at the airport <laughs> and this Uber driver picks me up. So I saw that he's like, he had like short hair and he was doing his hair, right? So I was talking, I was like, oh, Luchi does hair. Let me see if I can plug. I'm just being, me just being me. I was just like, I don't see if I can plug that. So I was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. so who does your hair? Do you do it by yourself? I was like, oh, I was like, well, I have some. He was like, yeah, but he doesn't like doing it by himself. He has this girl that does it for him. I said, oh, I, I have a friend actually. She does hair. Her name is Luchi. He was like, oh, Luchi. Oh, Luchi. I said, yeah. So we know found that it was you. I'm like, how does a random Uber driver <laughs> that, that picks me up know Luchi? Anyway, but do you feel do you feel like you know a lot of people in Houston, in the Nigerian community? I feel like I don't. I honestly wouldn't say I know a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people know me. Mm. Okay, but sorry, sorry, not sorry. That I know a lot of people. You know, social media now. You know how this thing is, especially because I used to dance and perform. Uh. Um, uh, yeah, so so you would be to all the parties, Umo Igbo Unites. No, no, everything. no, no. I used to perform my concerts and shows and nights. I see. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. But do you do you think that the Nigerian community in Houston is small? I don't think it's I think it's small in the sense that, you know, stay in your little bubble. You know mm. what I'm saying? I, like the it's big, but it's also small. So don't be going pion 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 in community. In terms of like like number, 
Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's actually quite a lot of people. Like, yeah. the only I even met recently that I'm like, you've been in this using this entire time, and I like I've not ever seen you before. So. Yeah. It's, but, it's quite a lot of but 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 I think I think when we when I say small, I think of one degree of separation because I feel like there's nobody there's like anybody in Houston. I'm probably one or two degrees of separation from knowing them, which means like I know somebody that knows them, or I know somebody that knows somebody that knows them, but it's never more than two. So that that sort of makes it small. That's what makes it small, not yeah. the number, but yeah. So it's like you probably met them through somebody else that you knew, but you just didn't know them this whole time, right? Mm, yeah, I would say yeah. Either that, or just like meeting them at like a random meeting or a shoot or something like that. I see. I see. Yeah. All but right. It's definitely through like a mutual makes sense okay so i don't have any solid okay. memory of meeting you <laughs> i just <laughs> no 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 don't take it like that like I, and i also don't have any solid memory of deciding to actually be cool and you know friends with you i think i just saw you and i was like oh that's luchi and then next i was like oh that's luchi and then that's luchi and then thai conference happened and then it's like luchi so it's like I don't, you know, you, you know, some people that you just make up your mind that you're going to like, or some people that make up your mind that, oh, we're going to be cool with, or something like that. But I, I just, I don't have any strong recollection. How about you? <laughs> and that doesn't make it on, that doesn't make it on, um, uneventful. It just makes it so natural. I feel like it was natural. That, yeah. And honestly, to be absolutely honest, I think a lot of my friendships are like that. Like, mm. I can't trust it to like one day. Hi, my name is Luchi. What's your name? Like, <laughs> no, it's usually like small, 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 small. All of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, work. And it's like, I'm because I think, yeah, because most of my friends, yeah, no, that's just how it happens. So, yeah, I'm used to that. So, it's not even personal or anything. Um, let's see. Because I remember I just kept seeing you in campus ministry. All of a sudden, and I'm like, man, it was this girl. I know, I know you were with you were with, uh passing a call a lot. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, this girl, this is good. And then I was like, I was kind of intrigued by, cause you you didn't you didn't come off like, I don't know one thing about Ricky. I feel like you're not easily impressed. Or- that you are easily impressed. <laughs> so, so it was like, hmm, this guy, she seems like a hard guy. She's doing hard guy, hard guy. It's my face. I'm really just a mush ball inside. <laughs> so I was like, hmm, okay, let's see how we can. You know, so slowly, slowly, I started just, I said, okay, okay. Oh. <laughs> that's that's interesting i i don't know if i get that I, I don't know that i'm easily impressed either but i think i think you're very impressive um just as a person because you know you're actually like really really nice and you know when we had thai conference thai conference is like a is a like a it's like a training conference for like you know christian leaders then on in campus ministry and we went and that was such a transformational experience for me in many ways um obvious ways um that everyone who went knows that we don't have to talk about <laughs> which i don't think you know you have any times like you picked me up or i fell on you <laughs> but <laughs> let's just say the spirit of god was moving <laughs> <laughs> we're bonding we're just bonding we're just bonding sometimes we fall together i don't know man, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but there was something there was something you said to me that i'll never forget and it was sort of like a prophecy and it's words that i've lived by you said it's that keeps giving and you know something about like when a prophecy is said it's like and the prophecy said, oftentimes it also releases the grace and the ability for that prophecy to happen. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Luchi, like that's that has been my experience. Like every time I feel like, okay, someone is giving me a task that I don't know how to do, I think back to those words that, oh, I'm the gift that keeps giving, and I just do it. 
you know, I just have the boldness to go for it. So that that changed my life. And I think in the life of my, in the story of my life, like you would always have that place for those words that you that you said to me that you know, in 2018. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So you've um, you've been busy. How did you know? So Luchi Luchi went viral. Oh, but before we talk about that, before we talk about viral, I feel like you're somebody like there's something I I really like about you and the way that you do hair is that it feels it's not it's not so commercial. Like, of course, you make money from it, but it doesn't feel, it feels like and it's so rare to see. Like, some people just want to make money, some people just want to book clients. Like, with you, like, I see how you celebrate your clients. I see how you, even, like, the growth when they when their hair comes to you, it grows longer. Even the ideas that you have, like, you treat hair like it's a living, breathing, interacting thing. What What is that for you? Where did your relationship with hair start from, and what does it mean to you? Um, so I'd say it started when I was about 11. Mm. I want to say 11. My mom used to do hair when we moved from Nigeria to the U.S. Mm-hmm. So that's how she would make money on the side. So I will just help her, like, finish and everything. But even going back further than that, you know, from our experiences in Nigeria where you are sitting be- between some, 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 some auntie's lap to do your hair. And that's yeah. a experience like because number one the smell the smell (laughs) right the smell is suffocating and you can't say anything and then at the same time you are feeling immense pain on your head you know like those two things happening simultaneously like no 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 no. so anytime I used to think about that and then I we came here my my mom I was like I have to do my hair by myself you Mm. know so that's how it started was just me I was like I used to be doing my own hair because man, I don't like pain. I, I thought it I, came I, from your sisters because you have a lot of sisters. My sisters don't let me touch their hair. <laughs> Are you serious? No, you would think that. No, no, no. First of all, I don't get it. <laughs> so it was like, oh no, yeah, Ochi. Ochi does have friends' hair. Da, 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 da. But for them, it's like, you're not going to use me on practice so. <laughs> <laughs> Not once. Like I don't think it wasn't until I want to say, maybe like years later, maybe like mm-hmm. college or something, that they started like Abby started letting me do her hair first. I think, right. no. So, cause I should I should think back on it. Like you guys were not there in the beginning game <laughs> when I to grow myself. <laughs> they were like, oh, no, no, no. We support you. We support you. But <laughs> oh my gosh, no! So it was definitely me, and just wanted to avoid pain because I was like, there has to be there has to be a way to do hair without causing pain. That's that's literally been like mm. one of the pillars of like my whole like career as a hairstylist, or just somebody just who loves hair. I feel like there has to be ways to achieve different hairstyles without causing pain so that's one thing i focus on with my clients like yeah. my clients will tell you like my hand doesn't hurt like if you're feeling pain me i'm feeling pain so it can't, mm. it can't happen like that you know what i mean so um i just started i just kept doing hair in middle school high school college i did hair a little not as much because that's focus on school, you know. Yeah. But, but when you were doing it, did you know that this is something you would end up doing? Absolutely not. What? Me. <laughs> no. <laughs> when I started doing hair, it was just like, oh, okay, you want to do your hair? That's fine. I could do your hair. Like, I wasn't pushing it, you know, because at the time, I wanted to be a neurosurgeon. Okay, let's talk about it. <laughs> 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 I wanted to be a neurosurgeon. Me, I the thought I've even like being a in quote in quote a common hairdresser. Wow, mm. I couldn't be a common hairdresser. What was that? No, I was gonna be a neurosurgeon, but I was just doing hair on this side because I just liked it, I enjoyed it. So, so were you always like when you when you saw hair, like you would imagine what to do that was different, like you had creative ideas, or were you just like you know just practicing your technique back then? Uh, I'll say I started. 
I think most of my creativity with hair was still within the confines of like just color. Like I, I used to, I think I've done all the colors available for mm. braiding braids on myself. Um, I I would do yarn. I'll do twists. I'll do braids. Uh, crochet. I played around with that too. But just in terms of being more creative with hair, I never really thought about it because it was more like, oh, let me just do what I see, you know? Like, yeah. I never got to be, oh, let me be creative da, 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 with hair. Because I was also dancing. So it was just like, well. So, so were, you, were you more focused on dance then? I, I would say I, I was. How I was did dance start? Oh, how did dance start? Um, I can trace my earliest dance experience to you know those birthday parties in Jerry Spring uh, I never did those <laughs> if you want to ginger me just bring out the dollar <laughs> I will dance for you <laughs> so, so you're, one, you're, one, you're one of those kids that when they called that like you took you seriously won the money and went home you know I think the thing about it is that I feel like I've always been that kind of person that when I dance it's just sweet God thank you so no, it is. I don't used to do grad grad when I'm dancing, but that's true. If I see that, if I see that you're spraying me money from doing this particular move, oh my, we do that move. <laughs> I would take. I need, I need all the money in your hand to cover my head, you know. So I take my money. I go and sit down across my leg and sleep mm. my spray. You know, and so if, that was me. If you guys haven't seen, I feel like watching Lucy dance is a thing of beauty because it's like you actually enjoy. It. It's like it just flows. It just feels, and I think, yeah, the first time I saw you dance was in church. Yeah, mm-hmm. I used to dance in church. Um, and then your IG videos, sometimes it will blow up. That was before, like, Instagram be- even became what right. Instagram was. Because, I mean, you know, Luchi, I feel like, let's, let's not even play. Like, you were, maybe, maybe you were kind of ahead of the times, mm-hmm. in a sense, but you didn't know, because you were making dance videos when dance videos were not a thing on Instagram. So, like, there was a first crop, there was, like, an early set of people that started making dance videos, and you were part of those people, mm-hmm. you know, and you were, you used to make videos then, and it wasn't, like, people don't realize, like, content is such, content, Instagram has changed so much, because it used to be sort of, like, how TikTok is, where you just put stuff there, even TikTok now is more content. It used to be, okay, you just show whatever you're comfortable with showing your pictures, whatever. But it's like having dance as content and having people now create, you know, they have a whole team that records, they have everything. Like, that was not such a thing. You just were just having fun. You would put up yeah. your dance videos and, you know, it would, it was nice. It was amazing. So I think that's, I, I, I felt like for me, like dance was more for, like dance was more where you would sort of be. But, but during this whole time, right, I have a question. So you wanted to be a neurosurgeon. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. So during this whole time, you wanted to be right? Yeah. And then how did you end up getting to dance? Because that's my major question. Like, how, how did the path take you there? Because... I definitely see you like sort of walking in purpose, you know, with the hair thing, but it didn't always start like that. In fact, if God had told you then when you were saying neurosurgery hair, you would have been like, nah, that's not God. This is the devil talking. (laughs) So were there moments where you had to face yourself and sort of be like, okay, what do I want to do? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, most definitely. I... The switch honestly came for me in college. So I went to Kalamazoo College in Michigan, girl. Mm. Yeah, you had to you had to declare <laughs> your major by sophomore year. So sophomore, when I went back, you know, freshman year I did the whole like bio, chem, everything. Um, but then when I went back for sophomore, um, very sophomore year, fall trimester, it was. Oh my goodness! I was like, I don't, I don't want to be a neurosurgeon because I think somewhere in that period of time, someone close to me was in a hospital, so I went to go stay with her for a period of time, and I was like, mm. oh my, me come here every day for work. This is sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, and me, I'm so emotional. Like, I'll be crying every day. Mm. Ah, you know, that's when I was like. 
I, I know because my whole thing about being a neurosurgeon was I wanted to help people because I'm really passionate about that. Um, but at the same time, I wanted to make money because I'm passionate about that too. <laughs> I have to compare my two Um, So then I was like, oh, I don't have to be a doctor to help people. There's so many other ways I could help people, just even just by, you know, being true to myself. So that's when I was like, let me find something else. But it was quite difficult because when I've literally had that since I was like five. Yeah, you never explored the idea of anything else. You know, so it was like, like, it almost felt like an identity, like, shift. Yeah. yeah, I was like, who am I? Like, who who actually am I? Like, if I'm not a neurosurgeon, what am I going to be doing myself? You know, mm. so I had, to, I had to pray. I had to pray a lot. I cried a lot because I was like, God, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I know that it's not this, but okay, let me see what else. So I, I talked with my family, my sisters, and this was not my family. I talked to my sisters and I talked <laughs> to my friends. <laughs> I didn't talk to my parents at this time. <laughs> um, so they're like, um, well, you've always been very like business minded because middle school I used to like make beads, I would sell it, I used to do you know, so like it just makes us ways to go into business. So I went to business business department and I did marketing and management and I did a little bit of finance. So I was just doing that, I was still doing hair. I kinda knew I wanted to work for myself and I didn't want to clock in on nine to five. So when I wow. graduated, I moved back to Houston and I just started I just kept doing hair, doing hair. And um, I started making wigs. So how how did, how did your parents feel in that shift from having a daughter that will become a neurosurgeon that they've been telling all their friends and family to now hearing that you're doing business and finance and then graduating and then coming home to be doing hair? Hmm. Honestly, if I'm going to be completely transparent, okay, mm-hmm. right, it wasn't easy. My mom was a bit more understanding, right? Yeah. But Honestly, I feel like because of that, me and my dad's like relationship is still strained till today. Wow. And I feel like it's still something that affects me because I feel like even till today, like everything that I feel like in quotes I've accomplished, I feel like I'm still trying to prove myself and I'm still trying mm. to make the right decision to, mm. you know, route. Are your other siblings in like corporate? Are they in like, you know, normal sort of um? Career paths. Yeah, conventional is one is in healthcare doing great. Mm-hmm. Um, one is in tech, two are in tech. Um, one is in accounting. You know, so that doing. I see. I see. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Go on. Um. Yeah. So I graduated and moved back to Houston. I was doing hair, doing hair. You know, at that time, I was still dancing too. I was still performing, so it was a bit. It was a bit of both. And I remember talking to one of my friends, and he was like, "You know, you will go further in one of these if you put a hundred percent. Whereas if you're just doing fifty-fifty, you're only going to go as you know in a, at a certain speed." But I was like, yeah. "I don't know, I love dancing." You know, and that's when I started energy with Jody too. You know, so it was like, I'm. I felt like I was just kind of like in a weird space. Yeah, and you did a bunch of like um, big shows, I guess, around as well. Did you? I did. You did, and then didn't you dance for Burner Boy? I did. Okay, well, why, why are you saying all those things, please? <laughs> are you think? <laughs> are you think they don't matter, please? That's what we care about. That's what we want oh, to hear. Guys, no, man, I'm. Dancing. Uh, so, how is it for you? How is it for you? Like dancing, you know, listening to Burner Boy songs where you dance in your room and then to actually dancing on stage with the guy performing. It was honestly, um, so I danced with Sarah Libby, danced, performed at his concert, and mm. it was it was an amazing experience because. Honestly, dance has always been a way of expressing myself because growing up, I was really shy and really timid. You know, I don't mm. want to talk to anybody. But when I'm dancing, we know that. Oh, don't do any <laughs> you understand? <laughs> but um, so it's always been a way for me to express myself. So that's kind of like when I'm dancing, it's like an outlet. So 
that concert specifically was amazing for me because I was able to perform in different spaces. I was given a chance. I even got a chance to just kind of like move and freestyle. And it was just amazing. Um, even one Africa, did one Africa. Yeah, no. I think one Africa I made one of my one of my cool friends now, Zoro. Um yeah, no, it's honestly dance really was a blessing for me. Like I don't think even if I'm gonna get back to dancing shot. But I was just gonna say, even if I don't get back into it, it's mm-hmm. I think it's definitely a big part of my story and it's really shaped me into like who I am because I I think because of dance, I even went to um the um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, LFME. Ah, it was because of dance. I was in South Africa. <laughs> wow. No, not really, but you know. But you guys had a good time. I saw the videos. <laughs> no, we had. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> we had a great time. You and Sister Phyllis, like. <laughs> sharing. Oh my gosh, that's so much fun. It's beautiful out there. Um, so, so like I've been blessed with such opportunities because of dance and um, so it was definitely always a part of me but going back to hair um, it wasn't until I want to say 2020 yeah it was beginning of 2020 that I was like I really want to see a different side of hair you know being in the creative space um, I was inspired by, you know, artists like Lacey Redway, uh, Hair by Susie, um, you know, just seeing their creations. I was like, oh, I want to see what stories I can tell with hair or how creative I can be. I want to channel more creativity into hair instead of just doing with generic styles like black yeah. braids, twists, things like that. So um, that January, I made a decision. I was like, I'm not going to wait for anyone to bring opportunities to me. I will create my own opportunities. I will create, you know, my own shoot. So I had my very first shoot that January um, yeah. with one of my friends. And it was almost like God needed me to take that step for him to open other doors for me, other opportunities wow. for me. Because after that, um, I did a couple more shoots like here and there, but I remember... Um, Is that the one was, that ended up in Vogue? Vogue something? Or am I thinking about the wrong one? Yeah, no, it wasn't that one. That, okay. The funny thing was, I, that one I shot in January, but mm-hmm. I didn't release. I didn't release those pictures till December. Okay, let's let's not talk about that. But go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I still had like you know I had other shoots here and there. Um, and that same 2020 was when I was when I remember it was two people from church tagged me on the the channel me on Kitano's post about the Tresemme Future Fund and Future Stylist Fund. And I remember I saw it and I was like, okay, I'll come back and apply. So I was in church and I'm a media department, right? That's why I serve in church. And yeah. um, I was like, oh, let me just check what this thing is due. And it was due that day. So I was like, oh, this is very interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Let's do <laughs> so I'm like, and the thing is that the way my faith is, what 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 was this fund for? What was the fund for? So it's um, Trust Me Future Stylist Fund is a fund by Trust Me where it's a competition type of thing, and you apply the pick ten. Um, it's specifically for, um, you know, black stylists because mm-hmm. there's a lack of represent- representation in the hair and makeup, and you know, and just like in this fields for licensed black stylists so the program is initially supposed to help you offset the payment for cosmetology school so Mm. you can take the exam go through the program take the exam get licensed and that way you can be in more of these rooms that you need to be in so that's basically what the program is they give you they give you 10k towards cosmo school and um at the time we didn't know other opportunities would come from it we just knew that that's what they were telling us I was like you know and I was like okay I definitely want to get licensed now because I've been going back and forth about it you know for a while but I was like I want to get licensed so nobody can talk to me crazy you know what I'm saying 
Mm. Um, so I was like, okay, I applied for it and um I ended up applying for it that day. I remember I was calling my friends like Omo, oh, I have to do this video. I need a recommendation letter. Like literally I had to pray. <laughs> but also the way my faith is set up, like hmm, there was no I already knew. I said, like, I'm gonna do this thing. There's no way. He's like, what do you mean? So um I remember I finished everything at like nine and it was due at nine at ten. So I was trying mm-hmm. to submit it and it wouldn't submit after I've done everything the entire day. Why? I it would literally like it just wouldn't submit. It was like error, error, error. I said <laughs> so I just I remember I put my phone down, I just spoke in tongues, I just laid on the bed, I just spoke in tongues. I was like, This this is a joke. You know, so I think around like nine thirty, nine forty I tried again and then finally submitted. I was like, Okay, yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Um and we didn't find out until, you know, I believe it was February of 2021. So this was in October. Mm-hmm. So did you feel like they had forgotten or you were still sort of waiting for to hear back from them? It was a bit of both. For me, so mm. I was like, oh, well, she just put, don't put, like, don't get yeah, don't. <laughs> I was like, you know, I was definitely waiting to hear back from them. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's like, because they didn't even send a message to say that they got your application. Interesting. So I'm like, okay, did you get it? Did you not? What's going on? You know, it was in December that we got like, oh, thank you for applying. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Did you did you know how many people applied all around the country? At the time, no. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know, but I think like that, I would assume like it makes a good amount of people. Right. Right. Um. And even out of the like everyone that they picked, I think I was the only one that applied on the day that it was there. Everybody else applied like way early. So everyone else you ended up like talking to, they were like, Oh yeah, I put in my application early. Mm-hmm. So you right. didn't so 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 then talk about like when you how it was for you getting that acceptance or that, you know, the the acceptance letter to the program. Mm, I remember I cried because um, leading up to that moment, like even though I was doing my own creative things, I was also back and forth between mm. okay, should I go use my degree? Um, mm. should I get a nine to five? I remember I was specifically looking at like becoming like a scrum master, doing like project management or something. Um, because you know, even as a creative, there's a lot of I don't there's a lot of times where I call them like um just like growing times where you know it seems as though nothing is really happening yeah um there's not much happening um and you you feel like you should be making or you want you want to be making rather so um i was like god i i need this to be a sign because if this is what if if you really want me to put a hundred percent into hair i need i need some kind of sign i need some kind of like okay, this is what you're doing. This is what I want you to do. Because my prayer has always been, I, you know, let the will of God be done in my life. So I, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to follow. So um, I, that was my prayer. So when I got that letter, it was really like a confirmation more than anything else. Mm. You know, like I was really mm. happy to get that 10K, but it was a confirmation that like, oh, okay, this is what God wants me to do. A hundred percent. So mm. now I have to apply my 100%. And even prior to that, it was when I actually tore my Achilles tendon. I tore my Achilles tendon in 2020 June. Mm. When I stopped dancing. So so, so in this year, right, you're, you decided in January 2020 that you're going to give your all to hair. At least you're going to focus mostly on hair. And so you start, like, doing projects, doing shoots. You apply for this thing that doesn't seem like they're even going to... They didn't even really say anything. And then in that same year, you tore your, um, you had an injury. Yeah. So how was that like for you? Because now you're putting in everything, but it's sort of like a quiet, the same sort of quiet period that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, I mean, I had no choice but to put 100% into hair because I couldn't dance, you know? Mm. There was no other option but for me to give 
my entire intention to hair. Um, mm. And I think I think God kind of knew. I'm not gonna say God did it, but like he, he like you can't stop Lucci from moving. Oh, like, absolutely. Because even like if if you're somewhere and like a song starts playing, like I don't even think you know when you start dancing. I feel like you don't always know. I have a friend that sings so well, and sometimes she doesn't even know she's singing. Mm-hmm. Like she just it just flows. <laughs> it just flows. I feel like that sort of slowed you down to really focus on hair. And I agree. And I I remember. I remember I was praying one time about it and it was almost like it had to happen like I felt like the Holy Spirit told me several times to like okay I would you like focus on hair focus on hair focus on hair but it was like I'm dancing you know I'm, I'm doing myself I'm doing a little bit of both and I feel like if I listened maybe perhaps maybe perhaps <laughs> perhaps i wouldn't have gone injured because the way i got i got injured is is just a very useless story like it's not even anything notable like wow that happened was just like very rubbish you know i was running i was because that was you know pandemic time whatever rubbish so i was running hills at the park so i was like okay i usually do like 12 13 i was like i want to do 20 this day so literally on the 20th one i'm already done I'm literally done. I'm like halfway back to the top so I can get my bag and go home. Mm-hmm. I heard that pop. Whoa. I didn't trip. I did nothing. It just popped. And I'm just like, huh? Like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I almost passed out because, I don't know, it, everything just kind of like started rolling. Went hazy. So, was there a lot of pain? It, it actually wasn't. The only thing I noticed was I... I couldn't balance on the ball of my foot. And that's oh. how I dance. Like, I'm always dancing on the ball of my foot. Like, I don't dance on my feet completely flat on the ground. You know what I mean? So that's when I, I was see. like, something is wrong. I'm not in, like, an excruciating amount of pain. But I have, like, a, pain, a high pain threshold, naturally. But Right. Yeah, because you're a dancer. Like, it's, yeah, it's I'm like, normal. And then I was an athlete yeah. before then. So I was like, I've never gotten injured on my years yeah. of being an athlete and dancing now. just... I'm running heels, come on heels. I, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, it was a very rubbish nonsense. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, I kind of knew that, you know, it kind of had to happen for me to focus where God needed my focus to be at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, And I remember even when I'm praying about it too, you know, I had to change my prayer to like, God help me get what I need to get in this time. Mm-hmm. Help me learn what I need to learn in this time. You know, I don't. I, I didn't want my prayer to always be help me get through it, help me get. But it's like I don't want to miss what you have for me. You know, at this very moment. So, you know, that was my prayer. So that's how I was able to like apply for that. You know, the Tresemme theme. Um, and then it was really last year that like I can't honestly I can't describe last year. Wow. The only way I would say is that I felt like 2021 for me was like five years in one. I felt like every quarter was a was a year. Wow. Because the things that were happening, it was almost like it was almost like I was outside of my body watching my life. Like ah, uh, was ah, uh, uh, like was really wow. you know what I mean. Wow. And I got the Tresemme thing. Then I did the shoot for instagram that was the one i ended up on vogue the very first time mm. that was the one about yeah with the land of milk and honey i did that yeah, show. that was beautiful thank you thank you that was february last year um and then i remember i went to nigeria in april for like five weeks into me don't ask me about that trip please God is <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, See, like, what, what, you know, anything in Nigeria is just. <laughs> if anybody wants to know about Nigeria, go there for yourself. <laughs> so, 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 did you go for like some sort of opportunity, or, or you just went to visit or something? I went. Honestly, I went because I wanted to understand more traditional hair styles. Like, I wanted to understand the purpose behind those hairstyles. But I went to Nigeria. And I guess it was my, maybe I wasn't aware at the time that Lagos was not the place to be for such things. So, no, so but, but I, I think, I think, you know what? I think you were naive. 
you know, and I will even tell you to your face because, yeah. the, you know, it, like a, it's sort of like a third world, um, it's sort of like a uh, first world problem. People are just thinking, how can they slay in Nigeria? No, for real. How can they slay? How can they make their hair cheap? What are they doing? What is the in hair? That's what people are thinking about. And then when you're here, you talk about, because, you know, we've seen hair. You you know, even being in Michigan, you probably didn't have, because you did your hair, but a lot of black people don't have access to people that actually do good hair for them. I know I, I faced that when I was in Pennsylvania. Like, I would have the same hair for, like, almost three months because, you know, you don't have good salons next to you. So I feel like in Nigeria, they don't really, in some parts of Nigeria, they don't really think about the depth of why they're doing things. They're constantly trying to catch up with America, constantly trying to catch up with the West, that they don't understand what they have. I feel like if you even wanted to really learn, maybe you would have gone to some grandma in the village and just no, spoken to her. That's the thing. That's the thing. It wasn't, Lagos was not the place. And I realized that when I got to Lagos, but then I was supposed to go to, excuse me i was supposed to go to who is this place ocean states Oshobo. yeah Oshobo. but thank god that fell through because <laughs> yeah that one you know what that one yeah. just like um i remember but... i remember sorry so it's crazy i remember being in nigeria this last time and i was you know getting upset at some things like oh but this should be different but it's like why are you getting like why do you even have an expectation? That part, that part. <laughs> That's what I had to learn. Honestly, I felt like that trip was more of like an eye opener. Because, you know, like being a child in Nigeria is different being an adult in Nigeria. is two completely That's different true. experiences. That's true. I think I was holding on to, okay, my 10-year-old self from mm. high school in Nigeria. You know, all these things. So mm. when I went back and I actually stayed, because I feel like after about... For me, after about two and a half weeks, you start living as a proper Lagosian. There's no more. I just go back. Oh my dear. So, mm. you know, it's so when I when that switch happened for me, it was like, hey, imagine me because <laughs> prior to then I was like, I want to come and do my NYC. Imagine me coming to stay in this country. It's going to go. Oh, no, no, no. I don't want to go talk about that. <laughs> talk about that, please. Jesus. Ah, no, no, no. I'm not gonna. That the. The second night I was there, I wanted to leave. I was ready to go. Oh, I was so ready to go. But anyway, yeah. So, 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 do you think there's a gap in the hair space in Nigeria? Like again, I, I wonder if some of the things I said are true about them trying to catch up, them thinking what's the next trendy thing, as opposed to you maybe coming with more depth and like, oh, um, you know, I have a story to tell. I used to have a story with hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree. I think um like the hair the the things that inspire me that I'm doing out of like inspiration mm. here to them is just like oh it's just normal. It's just like you know, like a lot of the hairstylists there they, they do these styles because that's what first of all that's what you know they have access to mm-hmm. and everybody there has our natural hair. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. everybody there is doing natural hair. It's very even though even though I will say that a lot of salons or a lot of like hairstyles in Nigeria don't actually understand how to care for natural hair. Yeah, I feel like that's true. Like, hair, hair to them is just like just go and get your hair. Go, go and do your hair. It's not any experience. It's not yeah. just go and do your hair. Come home, you know, type of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, it was definitely different, and especially in Lagos, you know. It was, western world but also you know it's like you have the girls with the the girls you know with the wigs and the installs and then you have you mm. know the braids and all these things and then there's me coming in like first of all we're not charging the same thing there's no mm. way you know that's a whole different experience so just seeing what people are charging for you know the styles and how like you know Oh, it's just hair now. Go and do your hair, you know? Um, yeah. So that, it's a very different experience. Very, very different experience. Um, yeah. Can we, can, we, can we talk briefly about, like, the when it comes to hair and how it's charged? You know, like, how, you know, your prices, mm-hmm. how do you... How do you instill that, and how do how do people take that? Like, you know, with with your prices, have you ever like had to hassle? Have Have you mm-hmm. done someone's hair, and then they said, you know, I can't pay you this. I'm gonna pay you this. Mm-hmm. Um, she pricing 
even as like entrepreneur, like pricing is is it's a it's not a very fun thing because um the number one thing is making sure you're not actually attaching what you feel is your actual worth to your pricing because you can't quantify your worth in dollars. Like you can't do that. You're trying yeah, to that's deep. That's deep. That's deep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um so it's I don't when people say charge what your worth is like no you can't you can't but charge what you're you're happy with charge what you know you know you're not cheating yourself um and i know when i started starting with hair in the nigeria community is difficult because you know there's already this stigma or whatever with like hair and how it's just it's nothing serious so why are you charging me this much why your prices are too high you know and i've always been i don't like to be doing back and forth do you understand so because i'm gonna feel bad but i'm grateful to god that like i feel like god really and truly gives me my client i don't think i haven't had any issues with anybody paying me i'll say that I've not had any issues with them. <laughs> I think sometimes, like recently, I've gotten some late payments for like creative shoots. But in terms of like my regular clients with like breaks and things like that, nobody mm. stresses me because I'll tell you how much I'm charging before you come. So you're not going to come out of your hand and tell me, oh, I don't have, mm? you know? Mm. Um, but there are times I've, I've actually struggled with it because. Um, you know, I, I'm an empath and I would like to be like, okay, I just think about what people are going through. You know, it's like, oh, today, I don't want to charge too much. I don't want anybody to be like, I don't want anybody to be not happy with, you know, paying for a service or whatever. But now, oh my gosh. This is why you don't let hairdressers get a degree. Honestly, the way I am now is I don't I don't stress about getting clients. Um, mm. First of all, anybody that come, that comes to me to inquire. I'll tell you my price. Coming for value. Right. So I'll tell you my price first. I'm not going to argue with you. That's one thing I'm not going to do. If And the way I am now, if you even do, mm, 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 I would say, I'm sorry, I'm no longer available because I don't like your attitude. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just know I'm not available anymore. No, I... I love it. You know the guys where I, I do my hair, my my loctician, who started as my barber, but then he became my loctician. They don't open on the weekends and Mondays. Mm-hmm. Um, he also doesn't leave his door, his like his saloon door is locked. So if he sees you from outside and he doesn't like your face, he's not going to open the door <laughs> for you. <laughs> you don't do walk-ins. You have to book by appointment. If you mm-hmm. cancel, he may not take you as a client again. <laughs> so he's just like, he's literally just doing business on his terms and his clients are his clients. Like, I can't imagine going somewhere else at this point because exactly. I've seen my hair flourish. You know, so it's like, you just you're just loyal like on his birthday like i got him a cake like so it's, it's like i think when mm, you I tell people to learn from you please see i should be your client but nah, we'll, talk about, we'll talk about that we'll talk about um that so how do you feel about family and friends discounts i'm asking for myself and a friend yeah, no <laughs> do you there's nothing as family and friends discounts no, okay. no but for my friends though honestly family and friends i feel like one person that has enjoyed me the most is obi my sister. sister. And who is that? This girl. And then about Albi, Albi is like, oh, I just want like Albi. Albi doesn't ever do crochet. Albi doesn't ever do anything that simple. Albi's like, I want, I want long, not less braids, and I want them to be ombre. But does she Come pay on. you though? Hmm? Does she pay you? <laughs> if Albi will know my price, mm. and Albi just be like. Okay, yeah, whatever she feels like, which is not ever. The I mean, entire she she did give you a chance early on, so. Eh? But I said she gave you a chance early on, right? What like chance? of all of all your sisters, she was the one that at least tried. She didn't, no. No. <laughs> no, Obi. Obi was the main one. Obi will tell you herself. She she'll tell you no. Oh, she's not doing my own. So she knows what she's doing for sure. Until I know that she knows what she's doing. So, so, 
So do you do your mom's hair now? I do. My mom she actually yeah. cut her hair recently. Oh. Yeah. I doing her. Um, my mom, I think my mom is she proud of you? She I would say she is. She better have yeah. she's like, oh look at <laughs> no, no, we're, we're we're all proud of you. So, but what has been so? So, I need to like round up now in like a few minutes, like two, three minutes, next two, three minutes. So, I don't know how we're going to say everything we need to say in next two, three minutes. But, um, I think that you know, you said something that was so amazing to me, like you standing out and watching yourself just be in these spaces. What has been? Because you've you know you've been on TV, you were on Project Runway, which is a really successful show. So I was looking at it, nineteen seasons, and mm-hmm. for you to be a part of that, and I think your team won, right? Like it's just like the challenge. You didn't win, okay? Won the show. You won the show. Yeah. Okay, and then also like you know moving to New York. Yeah. Um, going viral with the long hair on shade room like i was like people on shade room (laughs) i'm discussing how did you how did you take all that because i feel like you were sort of very playful about it we're firing like did you go and read the comment people say nasty things i mean it was just your hair they didn't really see your face they said really nasty things but did you take it personally like how do you feel about that no because i understand like it's social media like if you if you put yourself out there people are going to share their comments and I have to understand that, like, one thing I've learned is that people's reaction to you has nothing to do with you. It's from wherever they are in that place in their life. So That's if you're true. in a place in your life where you feel like you want to type a nasty comment and post it, I'm sorry for you. And that's okay. You know what I mean? I'm praying for you. It's really, that is a reflection of them and not me. So I know my hair was beautiful. I know I'm a fine girl. So there's really nothing what you can really say. No, it was, it, was, it was really good. It was very good. And it's like... Every time, like, I think you started off, like, you know, balance, then you started going wasteland. Then, like, last year, <laughs> we're seeing sweep, sweep the floor land. <laughs> like, I don't even know what we are getting at. I don't know how you pack your hair when you're about to shower. Like, showering must be a chore for you because you need to wrap, wrap. <laughs> now, it's Richie, not this- that bad. No, it's actually look, this one is long and look, it's really not that bad. I think of hair as like I feel like with hair, so it's which, really which story? Them. Which story are you telling me that hair? Because you're talking about oh, I want to tell story. Which, what story? Look at the color progression. I'm giving oh, you that's like, true. It's beautiful, and then it's long, it's giving you know. Ah, waterfall vibes. Do you understand? And then even the way you uh, the longer your hair is, the the different, you know, the more options you have on how you're gonna style it. You that's know? true. So you no, know, there's ah, going. And and then and then you had people stopping you and taking pictures. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was the weirdest part, I think. It was like, Oh my gosh, you don't want a shade room. Can I get a picture? I was like, what? I'm just buying. <laughs> well, I, the first one was HE that same night. I was like, can I just pay for my groceries and go home? Thank God I'm wearing masks because I'm, you know, how to like, go out. And it's like, uh, <laughs> my it was very, it's very interesting. Would you would you do something like that again? Maybe uh, maybe a different color. You should do electric blue. I like that electric blue sort of thing. That sounds really pretty. And um, yeah, I guess. The thing about I feel like I'm not really super calculated with my hairstyles is based on mm. how you know it's just how I feel. Like even that that whole hairstyle was not what I went into the salon to do, you know. But the style that I wanted to do initially, we were doing it and it wasn't looking the way I wanted it to. So I was like, okay, I went into the beauty supply store and I looked at the colors. Like, oh, let's do this one and this one and this one and this one and put it like this. And you know what I'm saying? So it's you know, yeah. I Essentially, I was going to ask you, Luchi, that you should, you know, just give advice for someone, you know, who has dreams that may be unconventional. But you don't have any advice because everything that I've been working did not plan it either way. <laughs> that, that's, no, that's my advice. Like, <laughs> 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 so, like, oh, this head I went right. Actually, I didn't really plan it. That shoot, hmm, I don't know. It's what that one too. I didn't, I didn't also release it, but when I released it, it worked out. Hmm, I waited last minute. Like, so, some will be like, oh, you know, plan plan ahead, 
um, which was like, I was in church and I saw the message and I was like, oh, I would do it too. <laughs> so it's like, what is the advice? But I know you have a lot to share. So just share some like some major points as to like going for it because you're actually a go-getter. Like that's one thing I love about like you would you would do it, you would try, you will be there, you will create. If nobody says they want to do anything, you will set up the team, you'll do it yourself. So what's what's your what's your um advice for people that may be seeking something unconventional? I'd say be um be consistent, but most importantly, be persistent about it because um a lot of people may be in your ear telling you, you know, what they think is best for you, but right. you know, in your heart, you have to trust yourself. You have to trust God. You have to trust that the plans that God has for me is greater than anything else. You may not be able to, you know, understand the breadth, the height, the width of it, but you have to just have faith and trust that. So when people are telling you you have to like hold on be strong-headed with you know with your passion or whatever it is you want to pursue mm-hmm. you'll have to approach it from a very like stubborn mindset like i'm going for this thing and no matter what it's mine and i'm going to mm-hmm. get it you know another thing i would say is um please make out time to rest make out time to rest make out time to rest like um being an entrepreneur you know it's very easy to put your schedule is just as flexible as it can be. Like sometimes I'm doing here to 5 a.m. and I have another client coming at 8 a.m., you know? So, you know, make out time to rest. Also, hmm, I don't know if everybody listening to this thing is a believer, but I would say God God is truly a faithful God. God is truly a good God. And Hmm. he will never disappoint you. He will never disappoint you ever. And he he listens. God listens and he responds to your faith. So even if there are times where, you know, you're sad or you're crying or whatever, but I think the the greatest thing you can do for yourself is hold on to your faith because that's what God responds to. So mm. even in that situation, you may feel however you're feeling, but don't let your faith be wavered in that, you know, at that time or whatever. So, you know, trust God, pray. Me, I'm very passionate about like I don't joke. I don't joke with God. Like my job with God is very important to me because I don't even know where I would be. I don't think about that kind of thing. Um, but you know, pray, make our time to pray, meditate. You know, something I started doing with this move to New York is you know, um, yes, I'm like you know praying and fasting about it, but I'm also taking out time like to just pray just Mm -hmm. pray only that's it you know what i mean um because there's so many things that will come up to try to deter you or even as a creative like experiencing like imposter syndrome Mm. um you know challenging yourself there are times where you know it's happened to me where i'm like what am i doing like is what i'm doing even you know important or why you know not seeing not seeing how people see me you know what i mean not yeah. how people see me you know kind of situation so i would say definitely have faith in god be persistent be persistent and be kind to yourself because really nobody don't don't try to put your worth in things even in this hair that i'm doing i can't put my worth in yeah that's important accomplishments that i'm getting because there are times where for a period of time nothing may be happening and then if you're putting accomplishment you know you're working those accomplishments you're going to be sad in those times because nothing is happening mm. Mm. at least physically for you to see because some things are always happening spiritually but you know so learn to just learn to just trust god and be content in your faith in god i would say mm. in just trusting him and knowing that things are working you know, that's really what I'll say. That's, yeah. Hmm. Oh. Okay, okay. Yeah, just keep going. Just keep going, keep going, keep going. I'm rooting for you. People, people that you don't even know are rooting for you. That's something I've learned. People that yeah. you don't know are rooting for you. I, I think I think I think something you said that's so powerful is like what you just said now is that on, on the journey, on the road with purpose is like you often... You know something I, I thought about, Richie, and you know, um, being a creative myself, having a podcast is like, I and I thank God for that understanding and mentality that He gave me. That look, 
your friends are not in your life to support your dreams. Mm-hmm. They're your friends. You chose them. You chose, you know, them to be your family for whatever reason you chose them to be your friend. But they never came in saying, oh, I'm here to support you and support mm-hmm. and uphold your vision. And they may and they may not. And if they do, that's beautiful. If they don't, but I don't, God, the, the specific people that God will put in your way. And sometimes it's better than that, that they're not even your friends because if they were, they would say it was friendship. But then when a total stranger takes you in, helps you succeed, it can only be God. When he opens those favors, those doors of opportunities for you, like no one will say they did it because they've known you all these years, right? Mm-hmm. So I think there's some, something to be so um, observant about is that when you're doing be you know you talked a lot about prayer talked a lot about decision where you're really where god wants you to be he will bring the right people in that will take you there that would hold your hand he'll bring the helpers and he'll prepare you even to meet them you know something that i wish we even got a chance to talk about was like preparation like doing hair when nobody knew you practicing your skill like all of those things the all the mistakes you made they helped you in this sort of position whereas if you had gotten here like overnight because this is like, you know, we don't want to say how old you are, but approaching 30. But, you know. Slowly approaching 30. You know, but you started at 11. So, yeah, Richie, so it's, 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 been, it's been close to 20 years of doing hair. Hey, Thank you. <laughs> 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 oh but, yeah. You know, so I'm I'm looking forward to you know you moving to New York. You're gonna be super close to me. So you know, I don't know if I don't know if I want to visit New York. New York is really the ghetto, unless you're living in like you know Manhattan or you know in a penthouse. Uh, I might not come visit, but you're always welcome to Philly. <laughs> do you do you actually like New York? Like, are there people that genuinely like New York? Luchi, come on. I think no, I believe so. The people are actually genuine. I don't like the animals in New York. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the animals, but I do. I do like there's something about New York, and I feel like I don't. This move to New York is not a permanent move, right? Yeah, it's, it's a permanent move out of Houston because I don't know if I'm coming back to Houston. Really, girl, bye. I like Houston. Yeah, you can't like Houston. Yeah, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> um, but I feel like it's there's there's a, a sharpening that I need to have, and I feel like that's one of the reasons why God is telling me yeah. to go to New York at this time. I agree. You need to yeah. be sharpened. <laughs> 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 no <comments. laughs> That's about recording. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I, unless I'm being driven in a black car in New York, you know, those black suburbans, uh, Tahoe's, you know, those. Unless, uh, yeah, unless it's a penthouse or I'm at the Ritz, and I don't want to go to New York. Um, <laughs> but it will happen soon. So, but but thank you so much, Luchi, for coming. This has been amazing. Um, you shared so much. I know there's still a lot more that you have to share. So we'll do about two in like two years when you're on the, you know, styling at the Grammys or something big, 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 big. Um, even bigger than that, Grammys. Even better than that, Grammys too small. Right? Even better than that. we've done the fashion. Is it? You did fashion week too, yeah. But no. You'll be going to Paris. You'll be going to London. Mm-hmm. Um, is that going to be like a hair like style? Is that going to be? Is that going to be a shop like a like a saloon? Like, are you planning on having your, your own shop or more like a brand with like you know items in your line? Oh, absolutely. A lot of things will be unfolding in the next year or so. Um, so I'm really excited, but I'm also being you know intentional about moving when God tells me to move. So. But uh, we have big goals. We have big, we have big, we big. Do you understand? I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Luchi. I appreciate you so much. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And how do you, how can you reach out to Luchi um, to see her content? I think it's Luchi Bay at Luchi with two eyes. Yeah, at Luchi Bay on <laughs> IG. Um, and then, um, are you in New York or no? 
I am. I am. I am taking clients in New York. It'll be after initial consultation, but I am taking clients in New York. Wow. So they have to interview. She is big, big. So, you know, and my, my, my listeners are big, big too. So, exactly. <laughs> you know, Perfect. you know, Luchi, you know, Luchi, are you going to, I would end, but you just said something that struck a chord because I'm seeing a lot of crazy things on Instagram, you know, with all the initial deposits of, you know, $500 just to, and see if you if I want to take you non-refundable. If you come late, <laughs> $1,000. Are you one of those people? And what is your stance on that? Let's just argue this I out. Think, okay, I think, honestly, first of all, everyone is entitled to their own policy as because they're a business. They're a business and they have their policy. But you but it's, have but it's in your living room. It's in your living room, though. You like, don't be in your living room. The thing, the thing about it is that nobody should be complaining because you see these things, you see the situations, you read it, and obviously you agree with it. You like what you see with your work. You don't have a choice. Nobody forces you to book with them. <laughs> You've seen all these things. <laughs> go and book with them. That's true. So just take it like that and be quiet because I don't understand. You know, if you see a study that's telling you, if you come late. I'm canceling your appointments and keeping the, keeping your deposit, and you book with them. Then make sure you're not late. I don't know what yeah. to tell you. I, I I'm a bit so. more lenient personally, but but you don't. No one likes to be late. Yeah. I saw my own policy. Yeah, I saw my own policy. So yeah. it's not, I was I, I was actually very impressed when I when you asked you to be on the podcast and you were actually on time. You know, I was very impressed with that. That that also says the work ethic. And and I and I think it's it's amazing because I was thinking, why was I impressed? Is it because she's or is it because she's what made me impressed? Like why wouldn't I expect that? And I think and I do hope that you retell the narrative and you know, because again, these are like occupations that people look down on subconsciously, right? Without they think that, oh, you know, if you're a hairstylist and you don't have principles, then you're lax, then you succeeding in a nine-to-five but you have principles you have work ethic you show up when you show up and you know and that's 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 inspiring you know that's people that are saying those things they can come and talk to me sorry that's please not do not do not talk to do not talk to don't, don't no, do let's talk because what are you thinking <laughs> but thank you Thank you so much, Luchi. And this is the final, like, real, real ending of this podcast. <laughs> Alrighty. Bye, everybody. Bye, Luchi. Thank Bye. you. Thank you.